Welcome to a talk from St Saviour's Sunbury. We hope that it blesses you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Does that come through a speaker now? Yeah, sweet, okay. You can't tell with my voice. <laughs> um, I am looking out and I feel like it, even though we've got lots of people here for the dedication, I think that I know or have seen at least most of you, but if you don't know me, my name is Joya and um, my day job is that I work for an organisation called Kick London. Um, and that doesn't mean that I kick London, but it does mean that I work for an organisation that's all about transforming the lives of young people with the help of uh, God's love, sport and support. So um, I help out with that, which is kind of cool. But this is my home church. I've been at this church, I think, for 13 years. And what is going to make me feel massively old is that little Gabriella, who's my goddaughter now, Dave, who's her daddy, used to be in my youth group when I worked here as youth leader. <laughs> so, over the summer, um, of which I have not been here for a lot of, so I feel a bit underqualified to be doing this, but over the summer, we as a church have been looking at the Lord's Prayer that we've just gone through together. And um, this was a prayer structure that Jesus taught his disciples, his mates, when they said, you want us to pray, but how do we pray? And he said, Maybe structure it like this. And it means that we're pointed to recognizing who God is. That we know that his kingdom is coming and it's being ushered in. And we want whatever is good in his kingdom to be in heaven and on earth. To know and rest knowing that he's going to provide all our needs each day. That he forgives us and he asks us to forgive others because he gives us the capacity to forgive. And he recognizes that we do get tempted in life. And we get tempted to live out life in our own terms, in our own ways, and ditch the need of God and his guidance. But he tells us that even though the world tells you you can be self-sufficient, I am all that you need, lean on me. We act as though sometimes that we don't need God and we don't need his care, but the reality is he's there for us anyway. And he delivers us with help, and comfort and peace whenever we're going to call out to him. And last week, if you were here, we got to the bit where it says, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And if you look in your Bibles, you will see that the prayer seems to end there. But in church tradition, we say, for yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. On the board. On the board. I can't stop being a teacher, can I? <laughs> I don't have a board anymore. And um, the thing is, I thought, where's that line come from? Why do we say it if it's not part of that prayer? And um, I looked, I did a bit of research on the old Google, and uh, also our lovely vicar Ron told me, it's called a doxology. And uh, the church, way back in the fifth century, um, research credits go to my husband Stephen though for that one, um, in the fifth century, added this as a pray, because they used to add a doxology for praise to God, to give praise to God. And then I thought, okay, but is it in the Bible? A common question that I, and Haley's nodding at me going, is it in the Bible, Joya? <laughs> yes, it is in the Bible. It's in 1 Chronicles um, chapter 29. And just after David has finished building the temple, 
He praises God, and David likes to do this. He praises God in front of everybody. He's not ashamed to give thanks to God. And he, reads, uh, he says this prayer, and it's recorded in 1 Chronicles. He says, Praise be to you, Lord, the God of our father Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Yours, Lord, is the greatness, the power, and the glory, and the majesty, and the splendor. For everything in heaven and in earth is yours. Yours, Lord, is the kingdom. You are exalted as head over all. Wealth and honor come from you. You are the ruler of all things. Bear in mind, David's king at this point. You are the ruler of all things. In your hands are the strength and power to exalt and give strength to all. Now, our God, we give you thanks and praise your glorious name. So we stole David's prayer and we added it to the Lord's Prayer. From that doxology, three words struck out to me, kingdom, power, and glory. I don't know about you, but I'm an avid fan of Disney films, probably not on the level as Hannah. I'm sorry, I haven't seen every single, like, she will tell me names of films, and I'm like, that's not even a film, is it? So, but The Lion King supersedes all of them, in my opinion. I love The Lion King. It's probably my favorite Disney film and quite possibly my favorite West End show. I'm sorry if you like Les Mis. I like it too, but The Lion King is better, okay? And um, if you know, if you don't know the story of The Lion King, I'm going to do a Darren. There's going to be a spoiler here. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's about a story about um, a little lion cub called Simba and his kind of journey through life and understanding where he sits in the circle of life. And it's a bit more than that, but that's kind of where we start. And uh, Simba does what any little teenage boy or toddler or whatever Simba's supposed to be at that stage does. And he goes off and he does his own thing for the day. And he gets himself into a lot of trouble. I think he ends up at the uh, elephant graveyard. Okay? And he ends up in a lot of trouble. And eventually, his dad has to come and get him. So Mufasa, what a great name for a dad, dad has to come and get him and finds him and he's probably thinking, how do I deal with Simba? So he does the right thing and he takes his son out for a bit of a father and son time and he sits him down and they look over the land and he tells Simba about his kingdom because Mufasa is king and he tells Simba that everything the light touches is our kingdom. And he warns Simba to not go outside of anything the light touches because he knows that he is king over all that the light touches. Simba, obviously, then wanders off, completely confident that his dad is king. He forgets the bit about the light touches and he, he just thinks, my dad's king, he owns it all. I'm going to be fine, he'll find me wherever I am. And he wanders off. I wonder where we can see God's light in our life and in those around us. Do we realize, do we have the same confidence as Simba that we know that we belong to God's kingdom and that he's the king of that kingdom? Because Jesus says he's the light of the world and he says that light can live in us. So we carry that light. We usher in God's kingdom if we have Jesus' light in us, which makes us his belonging to his kingdom. Um, on your chair, you should have found a luggage tag uh, with a little picture on it. And I just wonder, just as something to remind us, whether you would take a second to write on that luggage tag 
that you belong to Jesus. Just that sentence, I belong to Jesus, and it is his kingdom, and he's king of it. Maybe just write that on your luggage tag, because I want you to remember that you belong to the God of the universe, that he loves you, and you belong to him. was uh, reading that prayer that David um, prayed after he built the temple, and he is king of an, a kingdom on earth, is writing about the fact that everything in heaven and earth belongs to you. And it's that king, that king of that kingdom that says that we're his children and that he loves us. That's who we belong to. So, power. We were on a plane a few weeks ago. In fact, we were on quite a few planes a few weeks ago. But in one particular plane, there was a bit of turbulence. Now, when I was a kid, I'm sorry, parents, I was that kid that was the most annoying child. I vomed over my mum countless times. Every time she arrived in India to meet our family, she was wearing clothes that had my vom on it because I could not cope with planes. Now, as a grown-up, I'm much better. I didn't vom on you, did I? <laughs> I, I would say that I'm quite a, you know, a calm flyer these days. But there was a bit of turbulence on our plane. And, uh, you know, a bit of turbulence is fine. You look out the window because you think you might be able to do something about that turbulence. And you're like, if I check it and it's just clouds, it's fine. So I check, it's just clouds, it's all right. And then it just continued. And I was like, oh, it's going on for a while now. And I was like, yeah, it's still just clouds. Okay, then the uh, air steward says on the tannoy, could you uh, please stop going to the toilet and uh, go sit down and fasten your seatbelts? And I'm like, okay, great, yep. She doesn't know what's going on either. She seems panicked. Um, they, when they buckle in as well, you're like, okay, it's a bit more than turbulence. Why are they buckling in? They should be getting the drinks ready. <laughs> And there's just one voice that I'm waiting to hear before I am totally fine. Whose voice am I waiting to hear? The pilot. I just want the pilot to get on that tannoy. And as soon as the pilot gets on the tannoy, and all he says is, we're just experiencing a bit of turbulence. It'll be, we're okay. We're due to land in whatever, you know, 600 hours or whatever it feels like. You're like, ah, oh, just a bit of turbulence. It's fine. Your tea's falling over, stuff's rolling down the aisle. You're like, it's just a bit of turbulence, guys. Because you want to hear the person who has authority to tell you it's going to be fine. So that word power, when I looked it up, I thought, I'll go back to what it says in Hebrew. And the word power in that verse in Chronicles is um, malkuth. Do you know what that means? No, I didn't either. It means a royal power. It's not the same kind of power as just being strong. It's a royal power. Only the king has that power and authority. So when we say yours is the power, God's voice is the authority and the reassurance that we need when he says it is going to be fine, when he whispers peace into our hearts. That's an authority and that's a power we can listen to because it means something. It's not like, I'm sorry if you're an air steward, you're probably great and I'm sure you're reassuring, but it's not like the pilot. And when God says, I'm gonna give you peace, I love you, 
that's a voice we can trust. I wonder if you would uh, try with me this week to listen out for the king's voice of reassurance. Maybe you need his reassurance. Maybe you need his hope. Maybe you need to know love this week. Maybe you need to know peace. Could you write on your tag, or maybe on the other side, one thing that you would like God's reassurance whispered to you about? I'm not checking these, so it's fine. And just finally, to continue the theme of being on a plane. What goes up has to come down in a controlled fashion. And the, uh, there's not much that I love about landing in Gatwick or Heathrow because usually that means that the holiday's over and I've got to go back to work. So this is the one thing. And then you've got to wait for your bags and you've got to see if whether the gates are going to let you through and all that rest of it. But the thing that I do love, and it only happens, I've only experienced it when landing in Gatwick or Heathrow, and usually after some sort of long-haul flight, is that there's a massive applause on the plane as you touch down. No matter how grey London looks, you touch down and everyone's cheering that pilot on. And like, yeah, you made it, we didn't die. It's so great. A little bit of turbulence was all fine. I love that. We want to be people that give glory and praise to God because he is good. We want to turn every blessing back into praise and gratitude. I was um, so excited to meet Gabriella and so blast, blessed, blast, so blessed that she made it to our wedding. Well done, Gabriella. Good girl. Um, she made it to our wedding six days after being born. That's pretty good going. Hannah and Dave, good job. <laughs> it should be more that I was amazed that Hannah made it to the wedding and Dave made it. But Gabriella, what a blessing you are and what a joy it was to meet you. And I thank God for Gabriella because she's a blessing to my friends that I can call family now. And I love that we get to do life with you and I'll get to see you grow up. Maybe use that tag also as a reminder to know who you belong to, who reassures you, and who you want to just have the attitude of gratitude for. What do you want to give thanks for? What are we going to be thankful for? You know, the tag is nothing special, unless you've written really special stuff on it, then it's really special. But the tag itself is nothing special. It's just a reminder that in every situation of life, God is the king of the kingdom. He's the light of the world. His light can live in us, and we can live confidently knowing that our dad is the king and that we belong to his kingdom. Please use it to remind you that you can be reassured by the king who has the power and authority to reassure you. Please use it as a reminder that the King whispers hope to you today. And lastly, please use it as a reminder to direct your praise and gratitude to the King. Let's pray. Father, I thank you that you are King, Father. And I thank you that if we dig deep, we know we've heard your voice reassuring us. 
Father, I thank you that you love us no matter where we are. Just like Mufasa would go and find Simba wherever he was, and Simba was confident. Father God, I, help, I pray that you would help us be confident, knowing that wherever we are, you'll come and find us. And Father, I don't know, wherever we're at today, I know that your kingdom stretches far enough to find us. So I pray that we would all know that. And Father, I, th- I just want to collectively praise you and thank you for all that you are doing in our lives. Father, I don't know what is written on these pieces of paper. Father, I don't know what's been, what praise or what thanks has been given in each heart. But we lift them to you right now. And we praise you for all that you are doing, all that you will do, and all that you continue to do. Amen. For more information about St. Saviour's, please visit our website at www.stsaviorsunbury.org.uk.